Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in Psalm 49, verses 17 and 18. Um, and as I mentioned in a previous episode, the, the translation of the Psalms I'm using is the New Coverdale translation found in the 2019 Book of Common Prayer, which if you have a copy, um, a hard copy or, or print a copy, you can find it there or there are online resources as well. Here's what these verses say. Um, Psalm 49, verses 17 and 18. Be not envious if one is made rich, or if the glory of his house is increased. For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dies, neither shall his glory follow him. So this is a, a, a warning statement. It's a, it's a warning about being envious of those who are rich. Um, or to put it another way around, be discontent with the state God has, has put our life in. And so rich obviously is a relative term. In many ways, um, many of us who probably are listening, relative to most of the world, we're, we're pretty rich. And relative to how people have lived over the millennia, uh, we're pretty rich. In fact, probably everyone who listens, listens to this, we actually live better than most kings have ever lived. But in the context we live in, we're probably kind of normal, average people. And there are those that have, through high achievement or through inheritance, have lots and lots of wealth. And, um, and boy, there's a lot of things that are made easy if you have lots of wealth. There's no two ways about it. A lot more things you can do, a lot more freedom. Um, you know, my, my favorite kind of cool thing to do is to travel. I love to experience other cultures and Man, if I was super rich, I'd be on the plane a lot, going lots of places. Um, the verses aren't saying if God blesses you with wealth, that that is inherently evil. Um, there have been great uh, believers through Scripture who had wealth. Uh, Jesus and his team had resources to carry out their ministry, and there were wealthy people who shared resources with them to make that possible. But there's also a deep thread in Scripture of being very careful and wary of greed and wealth. And that's where these two verses come in. They're a warning to, to don't envy that as though that's the be-all, end-all. Because when you have that attitude, it's easy to compromise your faith convictions and your, um, your moral convictions to achieve that end. Remember that everyone's life comes to an end. And rich, poor, or in between, we all are exactly the same on the other side of this life. There's nothing in this life that goes with us. So, you know, I think a, um, a classical Christian view of resources is um, poverty is, is a curse. The kind of poverty where people don't have enough to eat, they don't have shelter, and they can't live um, a, a flourishing human life. That's a curse. And we have a Christian duty to help alleviate that, especially those of us with any surplus to share out of that, to help that happen, but also to, to as we can, affect um, cultural patterns and public policies in a way that benefit those um, who are in need. That's part of our Christian duty. Um, and we're all called to use our gifts and our, and our ability to work to the best we can. And some of us have gifts and abilities and opportunities to create wealth. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's, it's how we let it affect our, affect our hearts, 
which is what this text is talking about and how we put it to use. And then some of us are able to be super wealthy. And I think people that are Christ followers that step into that reality really need people to walk with them and make sure they're being careful. One of my favorite sort of rules of thumb about this comes from John Wesley. He has this great statement where he says, um, earn all you can, save all you can, give all you can. And so these three principles look like this. You, Whatever station in life you're in, whatever opportunities you have, whatever skills you have, use that the best you can to earn all you can. Second, save all you can. Now, this is tricky. He's an 18th century guy. He's not talking about building up your IRA or having a savings account, which I'm not against. It's That's good to be responsible for the time we can't work and prepare for that. But that's not what he's talking about. He's saying, um, be frugal, you know, um, spend as little as you can, see if you can create as much surplus as possible. So maybe rather than save all you can, it's create as much surplus as you can, might be a better translation for us. And then third, as much as you can, give. Living into that is a great pattern to counter this temptation that the psalmist writes about. Be not envious if one is made rich. Well, God bless and have a great day.